Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When you want the best, you have to act fast, especially when hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds top talent fast. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind, like the new Inspire leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with Lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hollywood, 1990. The shivering Chihuahua sat against the corner of a ragged cardboard box on Melrose Avenue. Countless people passed by, not even noticing his tiny form. He tried to bark for help from the shadows, but he lost his voice. He tried to crawl towards the sounds of friendly voices, but his back legs wouldn't work. It seemed like all was lost, but surely brighter days lay ahead. Connecticut, 2012. The Shih Tzu had spent weeks wandering the streets, and she had the matted fur to prove it. If she had a home to go to, her chances of finding it were slim with her failing eyesight. When animal control finally picked her up, the first thing they noticed about the little dog was her big smell. It was so overpowering that when she arrived at a local shelter, they called her Stinky though the world would soon know her by another name. Los Angeles, 2010. At an outdoor farmer's market, a slightly scrawny Chihuahua Dachshund mix puppy was waiting to be adopted. He had a prominent overbite, a recessed jaw, tiny bird-like paws, and an overall wrinkly appearance. People stopped to look at him, but no one stayed long. Some just laughed, and kept walking. But that was okay. He didn't need the world to love him. He just needed one person. Like their two-legged counterparts, many dogs have their fair share of bad luck. For some, the lows can be especially long, lonely, and dark. But that can make their trek back towards the light, their Cinderella story, that much more inspiring. Welcome to Dog Tales, a podcast original. Every week, we tell the stories of historic, heroic canines. We'll profile dogs who saved people from earthquakes, went to outer space, and even spurred the invention of Velcro. 
If you're looking for fun stories and a warm heart, you're barking up the right tree. I'm your host, Alastair. You can find episodes of Dog Tales and all other podcast originals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. To stream Dog Tales for free on Spotify, just open the app and type Dog Tales in the search bar. This week, we're sharing miraculous tales of Cinderella dogs, animals that faced adverse circumstances and tall odds, but were lucky enough to connect with owners who helped them rise up and inspire the world. At one time or another, each of these resilient canines spent time homeless and alone in the world, but they proved that a dog's spirit is not so easily broken. They had strength, they had pluck, and in one very special instance, they had wheels. Willie, like roughly 3.3 million other dogs each year, was abandoned. No note from an owner, no tag around his neck. Left in a cardboard box to fend for himself in the early 90s, the fortunes of this two-year-old chihuahua looked bleak. Emaciated, hairless, cold, Willie was all alone. He couldn't bark for help. Some heartless person had cut his vocal cords. He couldn't run for the safety of the nearest home. His hind legs were paralyzed from severe spinal trauma. In a country that so often treats dogs as part of the family, more than one million animals are still the victims of domestic abuse. And this little dog had suffered his share. Things could have easily ended for the desperate chihuahua right there in that box. His chances of survival were slim. But somehow, he held on. Maybe it was luck. Maybe it was his tremendous heart. Before long, fate took a U-turn when a kind woman discovered Willie. She brought him to a local animal hospital that specialized in rescues. Now, Willie had a fighting chance. Of course, recovery wasn't easy. The little dog was out of the box, but in no way out of the woods. At the hospital, vets treated him for various smaller injuries and health problems he'd incurred on the streets. But more serious concerns kept things tricky. For a full year, the hardy little chihuahua lived in a cage, fighting to recover. His hair grew back slowly, and he spent much of his time shivering. This earned him the nickname Chilly Willy from the attendants at the hospital. But the dog's spirits remained remarkably upbeat, a feat unto itself considering what he'd been through. He was thin, scrappy, and unstoppable. A smile on two legs. But even as his health improved, it was clear his hind legs would never work again. He'd drag himself from place to place with his forelegs, but couldn't even wag his tail. His vocal cords were also permanently destroyed. Surely that was an upside for hopeful dog owners in a city. He'd never annoy neighbors by barking at the mailman or whining for treats. Still, nobody wanted to take Willie home. Resilient or not, a dog who'd suffered injuries like Willie's required a great deal of patience and effort, not only because of his inability to move around, but because his bladder no longer functioned on its own. A caretaker would need to manually empty it for him throughout the day. 
Given these obstacles, Willie's odds of finding a home weren't good. Americans adopt more than 1.6 million dogs a year, but more than 670,000 are euthanized in shelters. After cheating death on the outside, there was still a ticking clock Willie needed to beat. The days drifted by. All around Willie, other dogs found new homes and left the hospital for exciting adventures. But Chilly Willie was stuck in his cage, patiently waiting for the right match to come along. His patience would soon pay off. Doggy in the Window was a pet store in Long Beach, around 26 miles from where Willie waited. The store's owner, Deborah Turner, was a longtime advocate for the adopt-don't-shop mentality. As such, Doggy in the Window was well known for rescuing abandoned animals and helping them find their forever homes. Deborah heard about Willie through the grapevine, whispers about a tough little chihuahua who'd been dealt a lousy hand but refused to fold. When she came to visit Willie in the animal hospital, determined to help find him a home, she expected to encounter a sad, mopey pup. But upon meeting the chihuahua, Deborah was overcome with emotion. He was so small and looked so fragile. Looking back on that moment, she remarked, a little wind would have knocked him right into the air, but he was the sweetest, happiest fellow I had ever seen. She marveled at Willie's playful demeanor, dragging his legs behind him with a hint of a smile on his face. His spirit was infectious. She spent the next few months trying to find him a family. But as the search dragged on, as she visited the shelter more, the two fell into, in Deborah's words, a till-death-do-us-part friendship. Every time she came to visit, the doctor took Willie out of his cage and the dog bubbled over with excitement. Every time he was locked up again, he looked a little bit sadder. One day, when the vet came to return the dog to his cage, Deborah knew she didn't want to say goodbye. She passed his tiny form to the vet, but before they could take more than a few steps, Deborah reached out her hands and said, Give him back. Minutes later, Willie was sinking deep into a pillow in the passenger seat of Deborah's Ford Explorer, excited to be heading home. When Willie arrived at his new home in Long Beach, he had no shortage of new friends to meet. Along with a duck and a turtle poking their way around the house, Deborah's cat, Marshmallow, and her blonde chihuahua, Sweet Pea, were extremely curious about Willie. They watched with interest as their new housemate pulled himself resolutely around the floor. Sweet Pea had a mischievous streak and often tackled her fellow chihuahua mid-slide. It was hard not to laugh watching Sweet Pea try to corral Willie into a playful chase. Still, for Deborah, watching Willie drag his hind legs behind him was difficult. She admired his determination, crawling across the living room to reach a basket of toys, but seeing the little guy try to push a large teddy bear aside and not having enough oomph to make it happen made her wish she could do more to help. Sure, she could carry Willie across the room, and often did, but the dog had such an uncrushable spirit, she wanted to do something to preserve his agency. She wanted to help him move around on his own. 
And so began Operation Get Willy Moving. The goal was simple enough. The drag from Willy's inoperable back half was slowing him down. So the mission was to find a simple, affordable way to elevate and mobilize his whole body. If Deborah could crack that, Willy would be able to move around with relative ease. Her first idea fell into the category of, it's so crazy, it just might work. She purchased a bunch of large helium-filled balloons and tied them around Willy's stomach. And shockingly, her moonshot of a solution achieved its goal. Willie's posterior floated ever so slightly above the floor. But so did Willie's front legs. He was levitating. For a short while, the confused chihuahua wafted helplessly around the living room until Deborah stepped in and ended phase one of the experiment. Amusing as it might have been to watch, the tiny dog could not drift through life at the mercy of a bundle of party balloons. Frustrated by her initial failure, Deborah wasted no time in making another attempt. She borrowed a skateboard from a neighbor and situated Willie's backside on the front edge while a bemused sweet pea looked on. Using a shoelace, Deborah affixed Willie to the board. He seemed a tad hesitant, but unlike the balloon debacle, his front legs remained on the floor. That was a plus. But he'd never been on a skateboard before. Deborah let go and Willie started to walk. But the board was a little heavy, and his tiny frame had trouble getting started. Sensing his struggle, Deborah gave the dog a little nudge. The board rolled a bit faster, and Willie began to move. He was doing it. He was walking on his own. The board moved faster still, and faster. Willie's bony legs were having trouble keeping up. The board rolled out of the living room and onto the tiled kitchen floor, where it picked up even more speed. At this point, if Willie could have barked out for assistance, he probably would have. Deborah watched as he tried to steer with his front legs, to no avail. He nearly collided with Marshmallow the cat, who was taking a drink of water nearby. Finally, dog and skateboard came to a stop crashing into Willie's dog bed at the far end of the kitchen. Deborah untied the shoelace and removed Willie from the skateboard. Clearly, this was not the miracle they were hoping for. But that doesn't mean they stopped hoping. Deborah continued to do her research. She poked around to see if there were any companies that provided assistance to disabled dogs and found a place named Canine Carts. It was here she discovered Willie's last and best hope. A short wait later, a package arrived in the mail. Deborah opened the box and pulled out a miniature wheelchair, custom designed to fit Willie. The contraption had soft red straps and was much lighter than the skateboard. This just might work, she thought. She was eager, but nervous. Haunting visions of runaway skateboards and a floating dog were still fresh in her memory. She didn't want to get her hopes up. Deborah picked up Willie and put his rear legs through the padded straps. Already, Willie seemed less tentative than in either of the first two experiments. She buckled him in. 
Willie's front legs were eager to get going before Deborah could even get the clasp snapped shut. He took off across the living room floor and raced into the kitchen. He did an about face, then zoomed back into the living room, then repeated the process. He hadn't moved this fast in, well, maybe ever. Marshmallow the cat looked on, wary, but not disapproving. Sweet Pea was ecstatic. Finally, a true mobile playmate. Willie chased him around the room until Sweet Pea jumped on the couch to catch his breath. Beaming, Deborah opened up the front door and Willie wheeled into the sunshine. He sniffed a rose, then motored after a butterfly. Willie the Chihuahua, the dog who'd crawled his way through hell, had arrived in paradise. When we return, Willie takes his message of hope and perseverance to a global audience. Hey, welcome to Ikea, where even this desk is circular. Huh, how so? Looks pretty rectangular to me. It's because we're always looking to repair, reuse, and we love our products, like buying back your Ikea items for store credit, or shop our as-is section for great deals. You can even order free spare parts. Get on the circular path for a more sustainable future. Still a rectangle. Get started at ikea-usa.com slash circular. Visit ikea-usa.com slash circular for as-is information and buyback and resale terms and conditions. Spare parts not available for all products. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Velux XE, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Velux XE injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D erm.com not for people with severe allergic reactions allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in juvederm common side effects include injection site redness swelling pain tenderness firmness lumps bumps bruising discoloration or itching there's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities blindness stroke temporary scabs or scarring talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you visit juvederm.com that's j u v e d e r m.com And now, back to our story. Willie, the dog who was left for dead in a cardboard box on the streets of Los Angeles, was now hope on wheels. The miniature wheelchair granted him what medicine couldn't, his independence. Soon enough, his owner, Deborah Turner, began to test Willie's mobility by taking him on errands, trips to get groceries, walks in the park. Willie even waited in line at the bank. These might have been simple chores for any other dog, but for Willie, they represented a stellar leap. He was miles from where he'd first started. As Deborah said, it took his world from black and white to full-blown color. That's where life began for him. Wherever he went, people wanted to know more about him. Who was this little dog in a wheelchair speeding down the produce aisle? He made people laugh and tear up at the same time. Before long, word of Wheelie Willie began to spread. Soon, newspaper reporters wanted to write about him. Following that, a local news channel ran a story about the fierce little dog. With each successive appearance, Willie's popularity grew and grew, and his scrapbook was filling up. 
He was featured on an episode of Animal Planet. He appeared in National Geographic magazine. He earned himself an entire chapter in Chicken Soup for the Cat and Dog Lover's Soul. As his star rose, more and more people requested Willie wheel over to inspire them personally. Hospitals, veterans organizations, schools, lots of schools. Elementary school kids everywhere knew Wheelie Willie's fun, hopeful story. His exploits even inspired two popular children's books written by Deborah herself. First came How Willie Got His Wheels, which traced his journey from injured dog to wheeled wonder. Its follow-up, How Willie Got His Wings, was about Willie's first time on a plane. Book tours followed and the inspirational dog traveled far and wide. He went everywhere, across North America to Europe and Asia. All over the world, Willie got the rock star treatment. People even greeted him at the airport, holding aloft signs with his name. The Chihuahua from Long Beach was a star, at home and abroad. He was particularly popular in Japan, where Willie met Prince Hitachi and Princess Hanako of the Imperial House of Japan. The royals actually got down on their knees to play with him. The free-spirited moment was broadcast on jumbotron screens across Tokyo. Willie, whose entire world was once as small as a ragged cardboard box, was now shining larger than life. But it was the quiet moments of connection that were the most magical. Like Willie's visit to the Long Beach Veterans Hospital to spend times with victims of spinal cord injuries and the hope and happiness he brought to that place. Then there was the trip to a mental health facility to meet with young patients. After meeting Willie, one young girl told Deborah that his cheery spirit inspired her to continue to fight harder against her own illness. Another time, staff at an ER called Deborah to ask for Willie's help. A young boy had been paralyzed in a body surfing accident. Never one to turn down a request, Willie and Deborah went to the boy's side. They showed him how Willie had survived and thrived after his own spinal injury. The boy later said meeting Willie was the only thing that had given him hope. Willie's zest for life restored people's faith in their own. Over time, Deborah noticed that the more time people spent with Willie, the less they focused on his wheels at all. It was his boundless positivity and fighting spirit that packed a true punch. It was why, at the end of the day, she never thought of Willie as disabled, but rather enabled. He was blessed with the special ability to lift others up by his example. Sadly, in December of 2009, Willie's big little heart stopped beating. He was 22 and full of life to the end. A memorial service was held in Long Beach where hundreds of mourners bid goodbye to the brave dog. People from around the world read stories about how Willie touched them, changed them. Patients placed a framed photo of Willie on the wall of the veterans hospital he so often frequented. It hangs there to this day. But when the goodbyes faded and the tears dried, for Deborah Turner, life went from color to black and white. 
Willie's wheels sat lonely in the corner. There was a part of her, a part that anyone who truly loves a dog might recognize, that imagined Willie would keep on wheeling forever. But rather than despair, Deborah chose to remember what she used to tell elementary school children when they asked if Willie knew any tricks. She said, Willie's trick is that he can wake up every day happy. She knew he would want her to do the same. On the opposite coast, a little Shih Tzu was living a very different life to the one Willie had. She had no fans, no one was inspired by her, and she was alone. Cast off by her previous owner, like Willie before her, the ragged Shih Tzu roamed the streets of Connecticut, desperate and lonely. At age 10, she was an older dog. She had matted fur, a cloudy left eye, and none of the advantages of a shiny new puppy. It's hardly surprising that no one scooped her up. After weeks adrift on the streets, animal control officers finally brought her to a local shelter. But she wasn't easy on the nose, which earned her the nickname Stinky. Shelter staff cleaned her and detangled her coat, but the stench remained. Her hearing and vision were waning too. At her age, with her health problems and her powerful odor, the likelihood of adoption was not high. Poor Stinky sweated it out at the shelter for four months. Then, a state away in New York City, 29-year-old Shirley Braha saw the dog's photo on a pet adoption website and two destinies merged. Shirley saw the Shih Tzu's picture and knew she had to meet her. It was a great picture. She had googly eyes, a long tongue lolling out the left side of her mouth, and her head was cocked adorably to the side. It was an image planted firmly at the intersection of cute and goofy, an animated character come to life. In Shirley's words, she was looking into the camera with a confused look that said, what the heck am I doing here? Shirley rushed to the shelter and adopted the comical Shih Tzu. There, the shelter staff warned her that a dog this old with so many health problems was unlikely to live longer than a few weeks. But Shirley was undeterred. She had the dog in her arms and wasn't going to let her go. On the train ride back to New York, passengers inched away from the girl and her odorous little pal. One commuter looked at the dog and muttered, ferocious. But things were looking up for the dog formerly known as Stinky. First, the smell disappeared when 14 rotten teeth were removed from her mouth, and vision began to return to her left eye as it grew less cloudy. The permanently cocked head was not a neurological death sentence as feared. Rather, it was a side effect of a balance disorder called vestibular disease. The Shih Tzu had fully recovered from the condition, leaving only the head tilt. It gave her a look that could justifiably be described as permacute. And the tongue, unfurling from the corner of her mouth like a water slide to nowhere? Apparently, she just had a long tongue. And with fewer teeth to keep it in her mouth, it was free to roam. With her health issues taken care of, Shirley gave her friend a new name, Marnie after singer-songwriter Marnie Stern. 
She also had a comfortable new home. Although Marnie didn't like to be left behind in it, eager to be anywhere people were, Marnie followed Shirley all over town. Parties, restaurants, her favorite bar in Brooklyn. Shirley even brought the dog to her producing job at a television network. In Shirley's words, the dog loved to party. You'd bring her out to a group of people, her tail would wag, her tongue would hang out, and she'd run around in circles. In dog years, Marnie was in her 70s, but she certainly seemed to be recapturing her carefree 20s. Then came a curveball. In 2014, Shirley lost her job. For Marnie, this was a dream come true. The two could be together all the time. But Shirley wasn't so enthused about the situation. To cheer herself up, she began taking more and more photos of Marnie and posting them on Instagram. She wasn't trying to put Marnie in the spotlight. She was just looking to take her mind off her troubles. Hanging out with her dog and taking cute pictures was a welcome distraction from the fact that her unemployment insurance was running out and she didn't exactly have a roadmap for the future. So why not bury Marnie in a mountain of Halloween candy with only her head sticking out? Might as well take her picture eating a hot dog while dressed as Uncle Sam. It was really just a hobby. Setting out to engineer an Instagram superstar was an unrealistic goal. The competition was already pretty stiff. There was Sir Stuffington, the internet's favorite one-eyed pirate cat. Also the impeccable Marutaro, a queenly Shiba Inu hailing from Japan. How could a cock-headed, baloney-tongued girl from the streets of Connecticut possibly compete? Best to just have fun. Still, the number of Marnie's followers on Instagram began to grow. Slowly at first, then exponentially. The dog had a gift for posing for the camera. She looked straight into the lens and just seemed to connect. No matter the setup, the senior pooch nailed it. Marnie in a high chair eating spaghetti and meatballs. Marnie in a jaunty beret by the Eiffel Tower, holding a baguette, of course. As her Instagram following grew and grew, Shirley, who previously was having trouble paying the heating bill, had an epiphany. Perhaps Marnie's popularity could help in more ways than one. She began to make and sell products emblazoned with the dog's distinct face. Marnie mugs, Marnie t-shirts, Marnie calendars. And still, more pictures to fuel the hunger of her adoring audience. Marnie in an ocean of Fruit Loops. Marnie dressed like the Monopoly Man. Beyond her army of loyal followers, others started to take notice, and the cult of Marnie grew. Shirley now had a full-time job selling Marnie merchandise to her throngs of admirers. Their apartment was piled so high with Marnie the dog calendars ready to ship out that she had to cut a deal with her exhausted mailman. $20 per load, 100 calendars a day. It seems the internet couldn't get enough of the distinctive tilt and the tongue. Coming up, Marnie goes to Hollywood. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? 
It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. No matter what you're looking for in a non-alcoholic beer, there's only one name that has it all. Athletic Brewing Co. Full flavor? It's athletic. Huge variety? It's athletic. Award-winning styles you can get online, at the bar, or the grocery store? It's athletic. In fact, when it comes to amazing non-alcoholic beer, there's no question. It's athletic. Ask for it and find out. Go to askforathletic.com to find your closest retailer today. Near beer. Now, back to the story. Just a couple of years ago, Marnie the Shih Tzu had been homeless, wandering the streets of Connecticut. Now, with her loving owner, Shirley Braha, by her side, she was taking the internet by storm. And then it happened. A transformational moment in Marnie's rise to stardom. Just two years after Shirley began snapping pictures, the New Yorker proclaimed Marnie the most famous American dog on Instagram, just behind the stately Marutaro from Japan. The missing tooth Shih Tzu was a sensation. Still, Marnie wasn't getting any younger, and the rough New York winters made it harder for a social animal like her to be outside. So, in 2016, Shirley decided to move to a warmer climate. She and Marnie were headed to Los Angeles. Once the move to the West Coast was complete, the Marnie postings continued. Marnie in a Los Angeles Dodgers uniform, Marnie in a pile of bananas, Marnie hanging out with Anderson Cooper. The Marnie phenomenon had gone supernova. Hollywood's biggest celebrities were lining up to be photographed with her. Katy Perry, Seth Rogen, Chance the Rapper, Tina Fey. Star after star appeared on Instagram, holding the dog with the famous lolling tongue. The little gal was in high demand like never before. Shirley's email was jam-packed with fans who wanted to meet her and companies seeking to trade on her image. Once a dog who nobody wanted to be near, now Marnie couldn't beat the crowds back with her tongue. And honestly, she didn't want to. Marnie adored the spotlight. She thrived on human contact. In Shirley's words, she lived 11 years before people stopped on the street to take a picture with her. She's not a diva about it. That's not to say everyone bowed down to the famous Bow Wow. Marnie once shot an in-flight safety video for Delta Airlines, but the Federal Aviation Administration wouldn't allow it to be shown because Marnie was shown buckling herself in with a seatbelt instead of, quote-unquote, being properly stored. But despite those trivial setbacks, her new life was preferable to anything she experienced in her erstwhile days as stinky. Plus, Marnie's fame came with an opportunity to inspire others. People regularly stopped Shirley on the street to tell her Marnie's story had moved them to adopt an older dog. Just because it was no longer a puppy didn't mean it had any less love to give. Online, more followers piled up and the postings along with them. Marnie in a laundry basket full of rose petals. Marnie dressed up like a leprechaun. Marnie hanging out with a llama. 
a parade of images that would live forever. But off the internet, life was catching up with the famous dog. She had trouble overcoming health problems she used to easily beat back. An ulcer had formed on her gums, and because of her advanced age, it didn't heal. She still had an appetite for her favorite meal, chicken and greens. Only now, when she ate, she stayed listless. Shirley sent word to the dog's 1.6 million followers. It might be time to say goodbye. There, in her final post, Marnie lay comfortable, her head on the arm of her couch, eyes still open, tongue still out, a serene smile on her face. On Thursday, March 5th, 2020, Shirley gently caressed her old friend and hand-fed her some chicken. Marnie passed away quietly in her dog bed. She was 18 and a half. Shirley posted a memorial on Instagram. She felt terribly sad, but didn't feel alone. In her words, I have the whole world to mourn with me. Who gets the privilege of having the whole world mourn with them? In the final months of her life, Marnie's following increased five times over. After her death, she had accumulated almost two million followers on Instagram. And for a short while, the Shih Tzu who'd wandered the streets alone was the most popular dog in the world. But Marnie wasn't the only once-abandoned dog who found fame and admiration in Hollywood. The little dog, sitting at an adoption stand at a Los Angeles farmer's market in December of 2010, wasn't good-looking in the classic sense of the word. He had an overbite for one. He was the product of a recessed jaw that made his pearly whites stick out like vampire teeth. The four-month-old Chiwini had very thin hair and a nervous pair of eyes. Taken in all at once, it made him look like he was stuck in a scary dream, unwittingly naked. On top of it all, he had an extremely wrinkly neck, often referred to as shrivel neck. Young shrivel neck didn't quite endear himself to many passers-by at the market that day. But for Courtney Dasher, it was love at first sight. In her words, he looked like Oliver Twist, shivering in an oversized jumper. She adopted the dog right then and there. And from that point forward, it was Courtney and Tuna for life. That was his new name, Tuna the dog. Now, some might have argued Tuna had a face only an owner could love. But a year after adopting him, when Courtney created an Instagram account, at Tuna Melts My Heart, she discovered the little dog's appeal was more wide-reaching than she might have guessed. Tuna's oddball likability did, in fact, melt hearts. And quickly. In 2012, a year after she'd started posting pictures of Tuna, Instagram featured a picture of the dog on their personal page. Tuna's account blew up overnight. 
By June of 2013, the goofy, grinning pup had melted the hearts of 375,000 Instagram followers. A year later, his fans numbered over a million. There was no stopping the duo of Courtney and Tuna. By now, Courtney was receiving hundreds of messages a day thanking Tuna for the impact he'd had on people's lives. The broken-hearted teen he eased through a messy breakup. The kid he helped power through chemotherapy. Those who admired Tuna most tended to embrace the dog's physical differences much as Courtney herself did the day she met the unique Chewini. Eventually, maintaining the business of all things Tuna became a full-time responsibility for Courtney. She gave up her job as an interior decorator so she could focus all her attention on Tuna's brand. Like Marnie's owner, Shirley Braha, Courtney's decision to share Tuna with the world wasn't about fame. She had no idea Tuna's popularity would grow so big so fast, and Courtney herself had zero aspirations for celebrity. She remains the woman behind the dog. Her true goal was to inspire people through her lovable, vulnerable Tuna, the same way she'd been inspired to adopt the dog shivering by himself amidst the fruits and veggies. By 2020, Tuna had rocketed to over 2 million followers on Instagram. It was an astounding audience for the sweet little vampire dog. Ultimately, Courtney's decision to quit her job paid off. In more ways than one. The largest pillar of the Tuna brand was raising awareness and money for animal rescue. A large percentage of the profits from all tuna products – mugs, calendars, a gold ring in his likeness – go to animal rescue centers across the United States. In order to sustain this charity work and keep tuna shrivel neck deep in kibble, Courtney signed a book deal. The book, Tuna Melts My Heart, The Underdog with the Overbite, showcased his cartoonish charm and irrepressible spirit. Just like Wheelie Willie before him, Tuna's book meant a whirlwind book tour. It was a chance for Courtney and Tuna to see just how far their story had reached. At a London book signing in 2016, the line to meet him stretched out the door and around the block. One woman, who suffered from agoraphobia and hadn't left her apartment in years, ventured outdoors just to meet the tiny superstar. What was it about this little imp part dog, part vampire bat, part internet age icon. How did he generate such a rabid following? To put it simply, Tuna helped others to help themselves. Reiterating the timeless lesson that true beauty, true power emanates from within. If a wrinkly, pointy-toothed Chewini can build an empire in this crazy mixed-up world, there's no mountain that can't be climbed. These Cinderella dogs and their selfless fairy godmothers remind us of a valuable truth. None of us are strangers to adversity, whether we have two legs or four. Willie, Marnie, Tuna, they weren't sled dogs. They didn't help soldiers sweep for mines. Their bravery lived in a quiet place, that space between giving up and pushing through one more difficult day. Their stories reflect the hope we all have inside us. 
a faith that if we persevere through the dark moments, something better awaits us on the other side of the storm. Our canine friends can help us hang on until we get there. If a ragged old Shih Tzu with a mouth full of bad teeth could go from the street to the welcoming arms of Betty White, anything is possible. Thanks for listening to Dog Tales. For more information about these Cinderella dogs, we found the article Wheelie Willie Superstar Chihuahua by Lori Bashida in the Orange County Register and the most famous American dog on Instagram by David Shapiro in The New Yorker, especially helpful to our research. Every dog has his day, and our day is Mondays. We'll be back then with a new episode. You can find more episodes of Dog Tales and all other podcast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite podcast originals like Dog Tales for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Dog Tales on Spotify, just open the app and type Dog Tales in the search bar. Join us next week for another good story about a good dog. Dog Tales was created by Max Cutler and is a Parcast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Trent Williamson, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Erin Larson. This episode of Dog Tales was written by Matt Flanagan, with writing assistance by Maggie Admire. I'm Alastair Murden. <laughs> <laughs>